teach me how to money. Um, I'm here with our fantastic uh, money writer, reporter, all things genius, Jeremy Quitner. Hey, Lindsay. Hi. Good to see you. How are Good. things? Things are okay. Good. The only thing is I'm, I'm a little bit confused. What are you confused about? Tell I'm, me. Okay, well, I'm confused about the, the tax plan mm. that was just announced. Well, taxes are confusing. They can be confusing. And this... Um, this is a new plan? Yeah. Well, it's a, it's a new plan. It hasn't been confirmed or voted on in the, in the House yet. So it's kind of like a first stab, you could say, at uh, how Republicans would rewrite the tax code. Well, I know a lot of people are not particularly happy about taxes and how much they pay in taxes. So I know people have been really looking forward to seeing uh, what's going to be in the plan. Yeah. So, I mean, I can tell you basically some of the, the basics about it. Uh, you know, what Republicans claim to want to do is simplify the tax code. What they'd like to do per this plan is reduce the number of tax brackets from seven to four. That sounds more simple. Well, I mean, their goal, they say, is to be to let people, the most common person, just file their taxes on something that form the size of a postcard. That's probably not going to be the case. But, uh, you know, certainly reducing the number of tax brackets to four is, you know, potentially one step. Um, you well, know, OK, do me a favor. Tell me exactly what a tax bracket is. Sure. Like, depending on how much money you earn, you fit into a particular bracket. If you earn $20,000 a year, you're in one bracket. If you earn a million dollars or more, you're in another. So if you earn a million dollars or more a year, you're going to be in the highest tax bracket. If you earn less than $20,000 a year in your family, you'd probably be in the lowest tax bracket. So how much I pay in taxes def depends on what bracket I'm in. Uh, how much you earn determines what tax bracket you would be in. Okay, that makes sense right. to me. So like a 10% tax bracket or a 25% tax bracket or, you know, the highest uh, rate right now is 39.6%. And actually, Republicans plan to maintain that that uh, top rate. So who pays that much? People, well, okay, so currently, if you are earning over $400,000 a year, more or less, you're paying that much. Uh, Republicans would change things so that if you're earning $500,000 or more uh, as an individual, you pay that rate. And if you're a family, you'd suddenly, you know, a uh, million dollars or more would be the, the sort of magic number there where it's much lower today. So basically, there's a lot of shifting around round of brackets. People who have who are earning more money uh, are not going to be paying higher taxes uh, until you get into that sort of like $500,000 to $1 million mark. People who are earning less money, $24,000 for a family will pay no taxes at all. Okay. So tell me some good news. So what is in this tax plan that is getting people excited? Well, um, it depends on who you're talking about. Okay. Uh, certainly there are a lot of uh, good things for people who earn a lot of money or have a lot of money. Okay. What the plan proposes... I'd, I'd like to be that person. Yeah, I know, me too, honestly. But uh, <laughs> you know, what the plan proposes to do is get rid of something called the estate tax, which is a 40% tax on people who have more than $5 million, $5.5 million. Oh, gosh. Um, which is a lot of money. Uh, that's controversial. We're not an aristocracy here in the United States, so the whole purpose of the estate tax, according to some, would be to prevent sort of like these long-term accumulations of wealth and families that just go from generation to generation. So there's some idea that if you distribute wealth and tax wealth uh, along generational lines that uh, you have a more equitable society. That's all, you know, everybody has their own uh, opinion about that. But Republicans basically want to get rid of 
the death tax because they think, you know, trickle-down economics, that the wealthy have more money to spend, uh, they'll develop more businesses, they'll throw more back into the economy. That's controversial. It's actually not proven to be the case, according to a lot of academics. Uh, but nevertheless, this has been an important thing that Republicans have been pushing for for quite a long time. And some people feel like it's my money, I should... I should be able to pass sure. it down to my children. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so yeah. that's why it's a little bit controversial yeah. at the moment. So tell me, um, one thing I did notice is that there are certain things that are no longer uh, deductible, which yeah. is on uh, medical expenses. Yeah, medical expenses would not be deductible, uh, student loans, and one of the big ones that will probably hit the middle class. And remember, this is all potentially going to happen. It all needs to be voted on. It's all sure. politics. Every interest group will be weighing in now until the end of the year. Year. So, uh, yeah, one of the biggest and most controversial things would be a sort of reduction in the interest deduction for mortgages. So currently, if you have a mortgage up to a million dollars, you can deduct the interest for that okay. from your taxes. And Republicans want to slash that in half, unfortunately. Oh, gosh. Well, that's, but a lot of people have mortgages. Sure. A lot of people have mortgages. And actually, you know, the average mortgage is about $200,000. However, uh, a lot of this is politically motivated. Uh, people who live on the coast pay more for housing. So it's hard to get a house for some people mm -hmm. if you don't spend more than $500,000. That's not true in the middle of the country, but on the coasts where housing costs are more expensive, you know, there's been some pushback also from the uh, uh, United Association of Home Builders. They're opposed to this measure. So, you know, there's going to be some pushback about this. Well, it's very hard to make everybody happy, yeah. as we all know. Yeah. And it's very hard to talk about taxes and not talk about politics. And we try to keep things, you know, just the facts, ma'am. But it is hard. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And actually, one of the things that's really critical in this bill that we haven't talked about is about corporate taxes. This is probably one of the most important things to be uh, to come about in the bill. Republicans would like to slash the corporate tax in half, 20 percent. Oh, wow. That's so do. does that mean like me and my little um, fishing store? No, this is really sort of for the largest businesses. Smaller businesses, you know, you get a reduction in rate to about 25%. The National Federation of Independent Businesses opposed to you know, the way that small businesses are dealt with in this plan. So they're typically a very Republican group, but they're opposed to this plan. They've come out and said that they're not happy with the way small businesses are being treated in the current plan. That's true. Well. It's, it's, so what do, where do we have to go? What's the next steps? Well, so it's a tax plan, um, and these are very controversial. This is one party's vision of how things should happen. Uh, the pushback says, you know, there's going to be a $1.5 trillion hole in the budget for the next 10 years. Some estimates say it could be as high as $5 trillion. Oh, my God. So there's going to be a lot of back and forth and debate. Democrats from Chuck Schumer to Nancy Pelosi and Elizabeth Warren have already voiced uh, extreme opposition to the bill. So there's six weeks left till the end of the year. It doesn't really seem likely that this is going to happen. It's probably going to spill over into next year. There's a lot of push for some legislative agenda to be you know, accomplished under the Trump administration in its first year. Well, what does the opposition want? The opposition wants something that's more equitable. They want, uh, they don't want to get rid of some of the more popular loopholes like the student loan deduction you've been talking about. They don't want mortgage interest deduction to be cut in half. Right. Things of that nature. They also kind of think that the death tax 
you know, it's fair uh, that, uh, again, going back to this idea that we're not an aristocracy, we don't believe in building aristocracies or, you know, dynasties and fortunes, that, uh, you know, there's a purpose, a progressive tax is important to sort of make sure that wealth is distributed equally. So we should just be keeping our eye out on things. Yeah, keep your eye out on things. This uh, The bill that's been presented is not the one that's going to, you know, be the one that finally passes. Uh, you know, there's bound to be a lot of changes, but, uh, you know, this is a blueprint for what's going to happen going forward. Well, I hope we can all compromise and come out with something that we can all agree on. Absolutely. That would be nice. (laughs) We can all agree on that. (laughs) Thanks for listening to Teach Me How to Money. Send us your questions at teachmehowtomoney at stashinvest.com and we'll try to answer it in a future episode. If you like what you're hearing, give us a review on the iTunes store or Stitcher or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. If you want to invest with Stash, sign up and enter the promo code podcast and you'll get $5 to get started on your financial journey. Stash, it's your money. Simplified. This podcast should not be copied, distributed, published, or reproduced in whole or in part. The information contained in this podcast does not constitute a recommendation from Stash to the listener. Neither Stash nor any of its officers, directors, or employees makes any representation or warranty as to the accuracy or completeness of the statements or any of the information contained in this podcast, and any liability, therefore, including that in respect of direct, indirect, or consequential loss or damage, is expressly disclaimed. The views expressed in this podcast are not necessarily those of Stash, and Stash is not providing any financial, economic, legal, accounting, or tax advice or recommendations in this podcast. In addition, the receipt of this podcast by any listener is not to be taken as constituting the giving of investment advice by Stash to that listener, nor to constitute such a person a client of Stash.